0: The Bible remains the most loved and the most hated book in the world. Bibles have been burned. Christians are persecuted for reading the scriptures and sharing the word of God. In some countries, it is forbidden to own a Bible. Often those are dark and unhappy places. But where the Bible is read, there is prosperity, freedom, health, and happiness. Why are so many people trying to cross the border into America? America, for all her problems, was founded on the Bible, and the afterglow remains. What America needs today, along with the rest of humanity, is not less Bible, but a return to her foundation. Now here's John Carter to answer questions about the world's most hated and most loved book, The Bible.
1: Hello, friend. Welcome today to The Card Report. We have a terrific program for you today because it's about the most amazing book in the whole wide world. It's true. This is the most loved book, the Bible. It's also the most hated book. During the Dark Ages, the Vatican, the Church of Rome actually, burned the Bibles and burned people who read the Bibles. At the same time, there were millions of people who were giving their lives to defend the Bible. So this is not just an ordinary book. This is a controversial book. It is not like any other book in the world because it is the book of Almighty God. In more recent times, the communists murdered people by the millions because they had Bibles and because they read the word of God. Today in North Korea, you'll go to prison. Most likely, you'll be put to death if you're caught with a copy of the word of God. Then there are other countries like Saudi Arabia that forbid anybody to have a copy of the Bible. I wonder why. Why is this book such a controversial book? Why is this book so loved by so many people and why is it hated by so many people also? I'm going to read you a text. I'm going to come over here to Matthew chapter 4. And it's, it's, it's really an amazing, powerful passage. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he'd fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward, he was hungry. Now, when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God, command that these stones become bread. Now, here it is. But he answered and said, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. The Bible is the most loved book. It's the most hated book in all the world because it is not like any other book in all the world. It is the word of the living God.
0: Are all of the people on this earth of equal value.
1: Absolutely people are of equal worth because people are made in the image of God. But listen, not all ideas are of equal worth. I'm going to read you a text here in the Bible Acts chapter 17 and verse 26 down to 28. Are you ready for this? Here we go. Paul said he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings so that they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grow for him and find him though he is not far from each one of us for in him we live and move and have our being. As also some of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. The Bible tells us we are the offspring of almighty God. So nobody is unimportant. Every person is important and racism is of the devil. God loves people irrespective of their nationality, irrespective of their belief system. So every person is of great value because every person is made in the image of God. And although that image has been defaced by sin, the image still remains. Now atheism says that there's no purpose, there's no meaning, there's no destiny where the product of blind chance. And that is why when the atheists were in control in Russia, They put to death not a few million people but probably 70 million people and the book they hated more than anything else was this book that I'm holding here in my hands, the Bible, the Word of God, the most loved book and the most hated book. So let's make this very plain. God loves people regardless of their color or their creed or their gender. But uh, not all countries are the same. The pagan countries, the atheistic countries, are dark places. That's why millions of people are trying to get out of those countries and go to those countries where the word of God is held in a high esteem. I'm going to say something which is very controversial. The best countries In the world today, we're founded on the Protestant Reformation that gave the Bible to the world. When you go around the world, as I have many, many times, you see the stark differences. Some countries are full of poverty and crime, darkness, and other countries are great places to live. Why? Because the best countries in the world today were founded on the Protestant Reformation that gave the Bible to the world. That's controversial, but it's true.
0: U.S. News and World Report talk about the morality of a country. Why do they do that?
1: Well, nobody has ever accused U.S. News and World Report of being an evangelical publication. Nobody has ever said that it is a magazine that promotes Christianity. It's as secular as you can get. But sometime back, it put out a specialized edition. It is for business people so that business people would know the most honest people in the world, the most dishonest people in the world, the countries where it was the best to do business and the countries where you took your life into your hands if you tried to do business there. Now, I'm going to tell you something. It's not controversial. Oh, yes, it is controversial. It's controversial because it's telling the truth but their findings and their publication is absolutely astounding. Listen, I'll tell you why. They put out a map of the world and they colored the countries of the world. The greener the country was, the most honest the country was. And so it goes from deep green to medium green to, to light green, then it goes down to red it goes down to blood red the blood red countries are the countries that are the most dishonest the countries where nobody wants to live the countries where people are trying to get out of all of the time in fact there are some countries that don't have any color I'm not going to mention them I <laughs> have no color you know why They're off the chart. Nobody can put an estimation upon some countries because they are so corrupt. So here it is, USA News and World Report. The most honest, the most dishonest countries in the world. The northern European countries are dark green. Why? Because they have freedom. They have peace. They have prosperity. They're great places. The Scandinavian countries, they were founded originally in recent times, at least, upon the Protestant Reformation that gave the Bible to Northern Europe. And so today, the afterglow still remains. England is medium green. Once it was the leading country with Germany of the Protestant Reformation. But England has got away from God. And as England has become a godless country, England has started to go downhill. But it is still green. The afterglow remains. It is medium green. Eastern Europe that was ruled by the communists and the atheists. I wonder what color is Eastern Europe? Blood red. This is a secular magazine. They say if you do business there, you've got to be terribly careful. And so they colour it blood red because it was ruled by the atheists. What about Russia and China? Blood red. What about India? That vast country of well over a billion people. Blood red. What about the Middle East? Blood red. What about Saudi Arabia? Blood red. What about Canada? Ha-ha, Canada? Dark green because it was founded originally upon the teachings of the Bible. And wherever the Bible goes, it elevates humanity, whereas atheism and communism and false religion pulls humanity down to dark red, to the pits of hell. What about the United States? Well, it's medium green. It's not red and it's not deep green, it is medium green. You say, why not? Well, America was founded on the Bible as a great Protestant nation. They taught the Bible and the Bible alone. There were churches everywhere where preachers were actually preaching the Bible, can you believe it? But what a tremendous change has come to the great United States of America. Where in many, many churches, the Bible is no longer believed, and there is a secular society coming into America. No, not coming. It has already arrived in America, which is anti God. And that is why the streets are full of crime. That is why the streets have become places of lawlessness. And that is why people cry out to fund the police as they burn down great American cities. This is the place where they have the smash and grabs where lawless gangs come into businesses, and they smash the, the plate glass and they steal everything and they rush out and they get into their cars. But America is still medium green. What about Mexico, south of the border? Well, USA News and World Report says blood red. What about Central America? Blood red, it's where they have all of the gangs and all of the crime and where they have all of the false religion. What about New Zealand? Dark green, one of the most honest countries in all the world. What about Australia? Almost dark green, not as good as she used to be. Because once upon a time, 99% of Australians believed this was the word of God And 99% of Australians profess to believe in Christ. No longer. Something has happened in Australia, and Australia is becoming a secular state. And what is happening? Crime is up. There is a pervasive sense of unbelief in Australia. And the deep green is passing. You see, my friend, the best places are the places that were founded on the Bible. Now, as I mentioned before, some countries are completely off the chart. Won't even talk about those countries. I've been there. Now, why? What makes the difference? The Bible makes a difference. It doesn't matter who you are what your nationality is, God has a big family. The Bible is the great elevator and emancipator of humanity. Listen, ideas do make a difference. Not all ideas are the same. People say, well, my opinion is as good as anybody else. No, it's not. Your opinion is only of worth, if it is based upon truth. And Jesus said, your word is truth. Wherever this book has gone, it has been the elevator of humanity, the emancipator of the human race. Wherever this book has gone, women have been emancipated. Go to the countries where the Bible is never read, where it is spurned, and women are second-class citizens. Women should never criticize Christ or the Bible, because the Bible is the great elevator of the human race, including women.
0: Many of the green countries are now largely secular. Why are they still among the best places to live?
1: Well, that's a good question, but there's an easy answer. Can you imagine a great big wave, it's 100 feet high? It's a tsunami and it's rolling along and it's taking everything in front of it. That is a description of the Protestant Reformation. A great tsunami of truth was unleashed upon the world. Preachers went out and they preached the Bible. The common people read the Bible. Today, the common people have Bibles, but they no longer read the Bible. But now that wave is still sort of rolling a bit, but it's only six inches high. It's no longer a tsunami, but the effects of the tsunami to a certain extent still remain to change the figure of speech, Uh, we're living in the time of the afterglow. There was, once upon a time, there was a, a tremendous explosion of truth. That explosion has stopped, but we're living in the afterglow. And those countries that had the great fire of truth, the great tsunami of truth, still have the benefits. Listen, listen, listen. The Bible is the greatest benefactor of the human race. It lifts up, it brings health, it brings health, it brings safety, it brings prosperity. Let me give you a very simple little test. (laughs) You ready for this? Very simple, non-theological test. Find out the countries where you can drink the water out of the tap. If you can drink the water out of the tap, normally it is a country that was based upon the truths of the Bible. The Bible is a shining light. That is why I say to people, I've said it all through my ministry, I've said it to all of my churches, read your Bible every day. But today we are breeding a a race of lazy people church-going Christians who have no idea of the power of God because they spend most of their time watching television. And television destroys the mind. If you're spending hours every day watching television, my friend, your mind is becoming dysfunctional. You are destroying the power of the mind. Now, this book that I'm holding here in my hands today is the power of God. It is the work of God. It restores the mind. It brings peace. It brings health. It brings prosperity. So I say to you, read your Bible every day.
0: How does the Bible elevate men and women?
1: How does the Bible elevate men and women? Well, it doesn't elevate men and women unless they read it. Now, I'm, I'm going to say something here which may offend some of my audience. But the greatest problem today, as far as I can see, in the present Christian church around the world, is that it has become a very superficial society where people go more for show than they go to meet with God. And we have bred a type of churchgoer, a type of Christian who doesn't even understand the scriptures and who hardly reads the Bible, but who spends so many hours every day glued in front of a television set that is destroying his mind. And television, Hollywood stuff, will destroy your mind faster than anything else. Now the question is this. How does the Bible elevate men and women? Here is the answer. It is the living word of the living God. That's how. Let me read you a text. Hebrews chapter 4. And uh, just give me a moment. Hebrews chapter 4. And verse 12, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Uh, my friend, it is the word of God. Need I tell you, it is the word of God that made the universe. God spoke and it was done. God spoke the cosmos and the universe into existence. It is a mighty word. The Bible is God's word. It is God's word written by men, written by Fallible human beings, but inspired by the spirit of God. So here we have the living word of the living God. So this word that we call the Bible, listen, it is creative. It is healing. It is life-giving. It is transforming. I say it again. Listen to me. The junk that we see today in television, You turn on television today and you see stuff that would have stunned our minds a few years ago. You see women kissing each other. You see men kissing each other. You hear the name of God, not in respect, but in blasphemy. You even hear Christians using the name of God in blasphemy. And so we are in the midst of a tremendous culture war Hollywood and a lot of this, dare I say it, garbage that is shown every night on television in America. America leads the world. In Australia, in Britain, around the world, this this stuff that is poured out and it fills the minds of the people, including their little children, We bring our little children to the the God we have uh, enshrined in our living rooms, and we offer our little children upon the altar. And then people wonder why our children become so, so terribly mixed up. We need a turning to God, and we need a rebirth, and we need a reading of the scriptures. We need to have family worship. Now, I look you in the eye and I say this to you, my brother, my sister, read your Bible every day. And if you read the word of God every day, seriously and thoughtfully and prayerfully, the word of God will get inside you and the word of God will make you into a new person.
0: What is the word of John's gospel?
1: It has been argued with a great deal of force and validity that the greatest book that was ever written in the history of the human race is the gospel according to Saint John. Saint John never made it, thank God, to the seminary. Apparently, because he remained uncontaminated In the pursuit of truth, John was a fisherman. I'm here to tell you today that God can use fishermen, God can use all types of people. And in the first chapter of his book, John writes these words. Now please listen to these words. John chapter 1, verses 1 to 3 and verse 14. He says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And the word was God. He goes on to say this. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. Jesus Christ was the word of God. And when Jesus spoke, he made the universe. Jesus Christ is not just a created being. He's not just an angel. He is the word of God who came down from heaven to die for our sins. And in a few moments, in our next segment, I'm going to talk to you about the transforming power of Christ as Christ operates through the study of the scriptures, this book that we call The Holy Bible. We'll be back in just a few moments.
0: Pastor John Carter has taken us around the world to broaden our knowledge of the Bible. From remote places, he has brought us new insights into the scriptures. Now, he is bringing these teachings closer to home, your home. He is asking you, followers of the Carter Report, to share any questions you may have about scripture, religion, and the challenges you face in your everyday life. First, Record your questions on your cell phone, then send these by email to question2carter at gmail.com. Watch for your recorded question and hear the answer from Pastor Carter. Jesus is the answer and we welcome your questions.